All right, here in the studio we have Thomas Paine, Prison to Promise, the original gangster, Tales of Redemption, and Amy Brewer, Mayor of Lebanon. And then, of course, your host, Michael Myers. We're all teaming up to let you know about an important resource, Prison to Promise. But, Thomas, we want to get into a little bit about how you and Amy hooked up. Can you tell me a little bit about how you... Uh, overlooked her for so long. Well, you know, but it, I, I don't look. My, that was a height joke. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't look down that often, but when I did, I found. Her. But, uh, now, uh, how her and I met is one day I, um, you know, when a whole lot of issues was going on in Lebanon, Ohio, with the race issues. You know, it was around the George Floyd era when that was going on, and then. I had reached out to her because I I had an issue I wanted to discuss with her. What issue? Well, the issue was like you know the it was like the the black and the what uh, what they call that the Black Lives Matter or something. No, oh, no, 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 definitely not that. It it was like the how the black and whites need to bridge the gap to come together instead of being divided. Oh, okay. It was more in that nature because that's the time I had started my podcast, Prison Promise OG's Tells of Redemption. So I wanted to, you know, get the marriage view on on what we can do to bridge the gap. Okay, so your heart is, hey, how do we get white and black people to talk? Not only white and black people, but all ethnicities? Yeah. yeah okay, that, that, for how, some help? Yeah, how, how can we, you know, team up to make this happen? Well, that's a novel idea. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, she she agreed to meet me. So her and I, we met, we talked, we discussed. So you just reached out to her on the phone or something? No, hit her up on the uh, Message. messenger. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And yes. you responded, Amy? You didn't know this guy. You might have been a stalker. Well, you know what? It, he messaged me and um, he asked if I was willing to talk with him. And I responded. And I usually do this. Really, I try very hard with all my uh, messages and emails and phone calls that I receive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I do. Uh, that's for, what for I a should long do. Time, for a long time, you and I, when we were doing the podcast, you would give out your personal cell phone number Absolutely. and everything. So you've always been a person that uh, the community could approach, and you must have known that. Well, yeah, yeah, because, you know, you see her walking around town uh, shaking hands and hugging. I thought, you know, she was going to run for president or something. So I wanted to, get, <laughs> want to be a part of that action, did Yeah, let me at least be a bodyguard or something. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So back in high school, everybody wanted to be a part of you because, yeah. hey, you're bringing glory to Lebanon. Let's, right. you know, let me help you out. Now you're saying, hey, yeah. this girl can help me. Yeah, she was she was Lebanon most hated, you know. So. <laughs> I need to be a part of that. Yeah, I want, they hate me too, so let's team up. But, uh, but no. Um, so you know her and I, we we talked, and um, and uh, she asked the craziest thing. You know, once she once I was ready to leave, she said, "Well, can I be on your podcast?" Oh wow! So you heard about the podcast? He told you about it, yeah. and what? How that conversation come about? Like, yeah, hey, so let's he was, team up. But this yeah. is why. Did you tell her about the podcast? So, you well, know, we yeah. were we were talking. He was. I was doing a lot of listening that day when um, he came, and we actually met on Pleasant Street. We were actually on Pleasant Street. I have a garage that I, I have a hand-painted business, furniture business, and I was working there, and I said, come on to my garage. We can sit. We can talk. So I was right on Pleasant You're Street. You're trying to sell him something. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't there we die. go. Yeah. And so <laughs> I did a lot of listening, and I heard about his prison to promise, and I thought to myself, well, maybe... This is some, I think this is something that I'd like to be a part of. Why? Because he was finding a way to make a difference, to affect change, to be a part of 
the solution to, and I picked up in a very heartful way from Thomas that he wanted to be a part of being a better person and helping people to be better Mm -hmm. and how to go about doing that. And as a, as I believe a leader in the community, I needed to hear that. Are we just helping like prisoners? What are we doing? Absolutely not. I think it, what what I want to help is not just prisoners. I mean, I want to help like the homeless, mm-hmm. uh, the the at recovering addicts. Just the it, white guys. Just no, the black I guys. I mean, you know, everybody. everybody. You know, we. You know, I see no color. Mm-hmm. You know, I see people, and you know, even the the veterans out there, the military veterans out there, struggling, right. and, and people don't know their pain right. because they ain't never walked in their shoes. Right. The invisible and, people. The invisible people. You know, and I have been an I have been part of the invisible crowd mm-hmm. for many years. Mm-hmm. So now I just want you know the invisible people to have a voice, you know, and let the world know that we are not monsters. So it's not just helping people that because you're obviously titling prisoner prison, prison to, to promise, problem. but you could be a prisoner in any type of scenario. Yeah, a lot of right? people are prisoners well, right now. Well, that's why we. As we talked, and I was on his podcast, and we've kept the communication going. The idea is, he has his podcast, he and that is very important as he will continue that. But now we're taking it a step further, as we call it, visions. Our vision to not only because yours is an offshoot. Your you have a focus on your prisons to promise has a particular focus joining forces is expanding that right. is taking a look at whether it be the homeless, the veteran, uh, those who are just struggling with life, mm-hmm. huge, many health issues, health, mental health issues that, that people are experiencing. So our joining forces is to take that to a new level of, community conversations, having the conversations. This is interesting. And as we talk about that, and you asked, a, you made the question of white. Are we looking at the, the white community? What are we looking at? We're looking at, there is no color here. Right. There truly is no color so here. So it's not about ethnicity. It's not even about uh, life circumstances. It's about cheerleading, right? It's about trying to help people no matter your situation. Right. You might be in a horrible situation, but there's help. And this is how you can get some help. And you don't have to be invisible anymore. I think it's your heart, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to come at it from a perspective of your background. Miss Amy's going to come at it with her background. I'll come at it with a different background. Yes. And hopefully we'll have some other guests on here that can maybe fill in the gaps. Something that we might not... Yeah. have thought about or miss and we can all have a conversation but the hope is is to get people where what's the end goal here what's the, the end, end goal is to, for everybody to stop seeing color start seeing people mm-hmm. and and start listening and it, stop seeing backgrounds yeah and and your background does not define who you are today right you know you've been to prison but you paid your debt to society right now society should let you move forward mm-hmm. without holding that against you mm-hmm. and you know instead of seeing color see the person mm-hmm. listen to the person hear the person because as they always say we got more in common than we have it, that we don't yeah and now, quite honestly, as we continue to have more conversations and discussions about things, some people have a hard time when we say we don't see color. 
Some people struggle with that. Right. And I've some heard the people argument want, opposite. Yes. Yeah, like you're crazy. You do see color. Yeah, you, you know, do quit, see quit color. Quit lying you do about that. it and all yeah. that stuff. But I guess the the thought process is there. We're not letting that define who we're helping yes. and who right. we're not. Yes. Right. We want to. We want to really connect with everyone in the community. And so you look at my background, you look at your background, Mike, you look at your back to- background, Thomas, it, it's, we all have backgrounds and we're all living together. Right. Whether you're in your little neighborhood, you, 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 there are stories right. in your, there are stories in your neighborhood that you may not see. Right. And we, Thomas, you and I have talked a lot about that, that you do not see. There are stories everywhere. And, some of those stories are very similar. How do we, how do we reach out to all those people? How do, how do we become a resource? How do we get the business? And these are future, right. these are uh, future shows. Right. How do we get the business community involved? How, how do we get government it's involved? All, it's how all- is the partnership? Yeah. Yeah. What what I was gonna say is I I think it's almost like uh, our our show, <laughs> if I can call it that. Yes. Could be almost like Rage Against Counterculture because yeah. counterculture is you you know we're gonna cancel you because we don't like your opinion we don't like your thought process and we're not about that we're trying to figure out like the mindset of the community and say look okay I see your perspective consider this and then let's work together to have a solution rather right. than just complain about the problem and not gain any territory in your life and always be who who you were there's a better life ahead exactly. And if we all team up together, it can be a, a good life. The Bible talks about giving no place to the devil, right? That mindset of everybody's against me, everybody hates me. Right. Let's not think about that. Let's think about who all's for you. You're always going to have your naysayers, right, Amy? You are always going to have that. And to go back to your original question, as we started this, we started this segment is the two most unlikely, unlikely people. One tall, one short, short one, one black, tall, one, one white. white, coming together with sh- such different backgrounds, not only in our past, but where we are right now, coming together. To me, that is very a very powerful statement that we can all do it. Mm-hmm. We can all do it, and we have much more in common. I, I, I got to ask you a question, right? So Amy wants to be part of the podcast. And you're like, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I told her. <laughs> I said, hold on, let me think about this for a minute because I wasn't too sure. So I, on Facebook, I put a little filler out there. you know, A teaser. A little teaser, as you call it. The, you know, like, what kind of questions, if Amy Brewer was on my podcast, what kind of questions would, you know, you think you people want to know? What do y'all want to know? You people. Uh, well, the people I'm out just there. Yeah, yeah, with here you. you go. Yeah, I'm used to that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing about it, you know, I got some, you know, some very negative remarks, you know, about about Amy Brewer. But, you know, I don't look at that. I don't care what you think of somebody. I look at the person for who they are. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. You know, some people think they're, you know, she's racist or whatever it is. But everybody got skeletons in their closet. Right. She, everybody. She actually sold you some crack cocaine, right? Well, no, she offered me some, but I turned it down. <laughs> Totally kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I'm kidding. Oh my gosh, you guys! That that'll Boy, be the next thing that oh, people let, are going to say Facebook about hear me. That one. Oh, she's yeah, that's right. That, they'll take the small clip and play. Oh it, yeah, right? yeah. You hear it? But um, but no, we um, after that and after the podcast, 
we found out that, you know, even though we come from different backgrounds. So she did go on one of your podcasts. Yeah, okay. yeah. And they can find that at Prison of Promise. Prison of Promise, OG Tells Redemption. And they uh, can find that on YouTube? YouTube and okay. Spotify. We'll have a link at the bottom and of they were, okay. And that was one of his, that was one of his, that was one of his first. And that, you know, when I went on there, had no idea what kind of questions would be G- asked. Give us a recap of what happened then. Well, on that day, you know, she um, she wasn't, you know, because I don't never tell nobody the questions I'm going to ask. Them. I, don't, I, don't, right. I want to see the the look the on their face, material. yeah, the raw material. So, you know, she didn't know what was coming at her, and uh, I didn't really hit her that hard. You know, a couple of little body shots, you know that, you know, it didn't nothing serious. But no, she did she did good, and the response I got, a lot of people was talking about she was over talking and she was ducking questions and and stuff like that. But in my opinion, she was giving her honest opinion about everything I asked her. Mm-hmm. You know, but but some people always want to know. You know, they, they look for reasons to to pick at you. Right. You know, exactly. but in my opinion, she did a good job, and that's why we're still here today teaming up. Now, here here's a question. This is mid-October now. So you're obviously hanging up your political hat from the mayor. I don't know what you're going to do in the future. That's to be determined. However, do you find yourself limiting limited based on legal uh, restraints or just the position that you're in now to where you need to let that go so that you can freely have dialogue? Or are you free to do whatever you want to do at this particular moment? Well, I think what is important for me as I, I'm I'm getting ready to transition out of public office um, in December. And what I've tried to do, and uh, many people see that I post regularly and and I try to stay above the fray. And um, so for me, come December, my opportunities to use my voice Stronger, uh, maybe a little bit more open um, without such. And I guess I'll always have, because I've been in office so long and I have such a big um, uh, following, um, I, I believe that I can, that using my voice um, is going to be even more important mm-hmm. um, and maybe a little freeing. Actually, because I can see like if you're in office, you you know, you're trying to represent everybody. So you're trying to remain neutral. But the reality is this is a problem because you can't be you at this particular moment. Now you're trying to um, I caution people not to take on other people's offenses. Mm -hmm. Right. So they hear a story. Mr. Thomas, he was treated awful. So now I'm going to go protest Lebanon school and I'm going to tell you how bad it was. I don't know how bad it was. I wasn't there. Only Thomas can say that. But if I take on your offense, now I'm offended at the school. And now I have this heartburn. And I think a lot of people just hear rumors of things. I'm like, I can't believe they said that. I can't believe they did that. I can't. And then they take on people's offenses that they ought not take on instead of remaining neutral and just speak from your perspective alone. So it's not necessarily right, wrong, or indifferent per se. It could be taken wrong if I start to try to tell you about how you feel versus how I feel. And this is where we get in this predicament about – you know, being in politics and having to say the right thing, maybe on your original uh, podcast with her versus when she's out of office and she can speak just from Amy Brewer's perspective, not getting any legal trouble or whatever, speaking on behalf of the city or however people interpret that. So I think going forward, we can have a little bit more open, honest dialogue and be like, Hey, look, you're stupid, Thomas. I just don't understand where you're coming from. Right. Right. And, and not mean that as a derogatory thing, just like, I I'm sorry, I used the word stupid, but I just don't understand where you're coming from. And that's okay. Right. Educate me. And if I'm not a student at that particular moment, shame on me because you. I'm asking you to be my teacher, but yet I'm not willing to be the student. 
Right. Because a lot of people want to want already of they they already want to answer the question before before you even ask it. They're already preparing to answer. Prejudging Pre-judging. the answer. Exactly. And you know, and that's why a lot of people don't don't understand really each other. Mm-hmm. Because no one wants to listen. Everybody wants to talk. Yeah. And then, you know, people talk about racism and all that. I know just as many black people that's racist as I do white people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a two-way street. Right. So, you know, we need to get off this thing or, about... Or Asians or, or anybody a, else. It, it, yeah. There, there are so many walks of life. And being a police officer, I've encountered so many different people in so many different situations to where if you could relieve the pressure off of them, they would think differently. Exactly. But because of the pressure on them, they feel like the pressure is coming from... X or Y or Z, so they're taking it out on X, Y, and Z instead of understanding where they're coming from. Exactly. If you like, they say you you can learn a lot when you listen. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. That's why you got two ears and one mouth. What, what I think is funny from, and again, this is my background. Law enforcement cops was on the air for 20, 30 years, whatever it is. And so we all understand that dilemma. I mean, we've watched the shows like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they put that cop in that position. And then now we have the news media spinning stories so much so to where we're like, I can't believe that cop did that. Wait a minute. If you understood the backstory, you would understand why. And this is what we're not having conversations about. We just hear this clippets and we just take it and run with it like he was wrong. She was wrong. And that goes for anybody. If they're interviewing somebody out on the field, uh, you know, and talking about their specific situation, mm-hmm. so-and-so got busted for 20 pounds of meth, whatever. And you don't know the backstory behind it. Right. There's probably a little bit more empathy that could be in, in, implemented here rather than just judgment. And that's everybody's quick to judge, as you as they've been saying forever. Quick to judge, mm-hmm. you know. But like you said, if they know the the whole story, then they can come up with a with a better uh, idea of, of of what really happened, mm-hmm. you know. Because you need to know the facts mm-hmm. before you jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. But I think in this day and age, in particular, in this day and age, it's it, I I agree with all of that. In this day and age, with the way people are. This kind of dialogue with all of us needs to really happen because it's becoming it's it's a lost art. Right. Communication, sitting down, talking to somebody, hearing somebody's perspective, um, hearing somebody's view is is it it's it's not hap- it is absolutely not happening. So for us to come together, for all of us to come together and have some good, honest discussions, debates disagreements and different views Mm. we all say and we joke a little bit about it bring it on this is what we need to do because all of you need to people need to hear it right people need to hear it and to me it's not like we're going to debate two plus two is five we're not debating that that's settled but how did you arrive to it sesame street says two crayons and two crayons equal four and two carrot sticks and two carrot sticks equal four so they're teaching you in a way that you can understand it Instead of just force feeding you the information so that you, you become a student. If you're willing to sit and look, look at Sesame Street long enough, you'll mm-hmm. understand two plus two is four and it's the way they present it. So like with your passion and your passion, Amy and Thomas of different viewpoints, as long as we're not confrontational with the teacher, like right. teach me from your perspective, I might not agree with it, but at least you're trying to educate me and I'm trying to be a student versus I'm being confrontational. I don't want to be a student. I want out of your classroom. <laughs> right, you know, and I want to say I'm not. I'm, I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea. I'm not blaming nobody for my past. Oh, that's good. I take full responsibility of everything I've done in my life. 
You know, so I don't want people to think well, he might be blaming Lebanon on. No, no, I take full responsibility of Thomas Paine. Mm. You know, but you know, I don't want nobody else to have to go through what Thomas Paine went through. Mm. You know, if somebody would have been there to maybe help me take a right instead of a left, right? You know, we wouldn't probably be sitting here today. Right. So, like I said, I take full responsibility of me. So, don't never think that I'll blame anybody. That's why. That's why I like about God. He can take a bad situation, and turn around, and help other people through it. And he get he got you through it. I'm sure there's stories of you being in prison yeah. and stuff like that. But he, he somehow you're here today. Mm-hmm. You're a better person. Right. And despite the past and what it could have should have, you got a future and a bright future right. ahead of you that's going to change the world and do some great things. And that's what I'm Amy. trying to do. Yeah. So, hey, this has been fun. We're going to close this segment down and we're going to get back into this next week. But, uh, folks, if you want to look at Prison to Promise OG Tales of Redemption, please hit the link below and learn about the invisible people. Miss Amy Brewer, it was great to have you in the studio. And Thomas Payne, as usual, we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Michael Myers, Amy Brewer, and Thomas Payne.